Hi, everybody. Drake Hill here. You're going to hear twist outs and braid outs mentioned on today's show. In case you don't know what they are, here's a quick explanation of these popular natural hairstyles. Twist outs are achieved when you twist your hair. Braid outs when you braid it. After the twists or braids set for a while, you unravel them and the result is a wavy, poofy style. Now hair, how I grew it. There's so many more options when your hair is natural. And I think that you just shouldn't give up on yourself because it's who you are. (laughs) You should never give up on who you are, you know, as a person. So I just feel like it's just a better alternative to the, the creamy crack. This is Hair, How I Grew It a show where sisters talk about their hair-raising natural hair journeys. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. I've been sporting my natural for more than a decade, but the road to getting here wasn't easy. My story reflects the hair struggles sisters have faced since our enslaved ancestors were brought to America in the 1600s, and their African hair and identity were stripped away. As we commemorate the 400-year anniversary of that painful history, Hair, How I Grew It, features Black women from all walks of life who have chosen to wear their natural crowns in a culture that promotes straight hair. On today's show, I interview artist-entrepreneur Katura Bobo. Her work often embodies young Black girls' natural hair struggles. The Toledo, Ohio native has rocked her natural for nearly a decade. Thanks so much, Carla Moore, for putting this talent on my radar. If you haven't already, check out episode three of Hair, How I Grew It, to hear Carla share her story, where she talks about the thoughtful hair choices she had to make when she was a judge. When I was looking for an artist to design the cover of my first fiction book, which is rooted in my natural hair journey, and by the way, it's coming soon, Carla asked me, have you heard about the woman who did the illustrations for I Am Enough? Carla said she bought copies of the picture book for her grandkids. I Am Enough, I thought, never heard of it until I did a Google search. When I saw the New York Times bestseller written by Fox's Empire star Grace Byers, I instantly recognized the cover I'd seen in stores. It prominently features a beautiful black girl with milk chocolate skin and a curly afro you cannot turn away from because it's so big and breathtaking. Unfortunately, Katura wasn't available to do my cover, but she did say yes to this interview, and I am so grateful. Early on in our conversation, I asked Katura about her piece that got Hollywood's attention. It's also my personal favorite. Tell me about Internal Battle. I love it, love it, love it. Like, ridiculous love it. I'm, like, obsessed. Um, How did the idea come about? Describe it, you know, because obviously this is audio, so people can't see it. So describe it. Right, right. Okay. How did you get the idea? To me, honestly, it's kind of like a very simple image, but it's it's um, it's a lot deeper. Like when you actually like look at it and realize what's going on, it's like, oh, wow, that I didn't know that's what it was about. But it's it's essentially it's just a girl um, straight view of her and she has half of her hair is an afro. So it's like shrunken. And then like the other half of it is like straightened, like bone straight. 
and she has like this look of like, ugh, like I don't know what to do. I don't know if, I, if this is what I want to present to the world or if this side is what I want to present. Yeah. So um, it came about with just being on like social media and just like having um, different people that follow me. Who? Because it was probably let's see earlier on this. So it's probably when I was like down to like maybe ten thousand followers on IG, and people would always just say like, "Oh, I don't know what to do with my hair, and I don't know how I want it. You know how I want to present myself like to the world and all this." And and like that's like the beginning of like the natural hair movement. So. Um, I think that was something that we were all thinking about. Like every black girl was thinking about that. Like, do I continue to wear my hair straight because it's more socially acceptable or do I take on this other venture that's like gaining popularity uh, with my hair, even though I know like I'm not necessarily comfortable with it, but it's something that I feel like I need to do to like know myself better and to like know my hair. And I think, I feel like during that time, cause it was probably like what, maybe 2000, I don't, I forget when I even did that painting. It was probably like 2012, maybe. And I feel like during that time, and maybe even earlier than that, a lot of Black girls were like wondering how to approach their hair and what they should do about it. And because it was something that I was, you know, going through as well, even though I, I probably went through it a, a few years earlier because um, I, I went natural in 2010. How did Blackish, the hit ABC sitcom, yeah, you know, how did <laughs> how did that happen? And just for you know people who don't know, I mean, obviously we know ABC hit show. It's been on for six seasons, and I believe this was the first or second season where yeah, it was pretty early the, on. Yeah, yeah, one of the early one of the main storylines um, basically was inspired by that. Is it fair? Is it a painting? Is it a drawing? I don't even know. Yes, yeah, a painting. It. It's a painting. Okay. It's a painting on wood. Yep. Okay. But, um, um, yeah. Did you did you pitch it? I mean, how did that even happen? No, not at all. Like, and it was like I didn't even because I, to be honest, like I don't really watch TV that much. So <laughs> I had no. I mean, I knew about the show. I knew about Blackish, but I I literally have never sat down and like watched it. So um, what happened was the the character on the show, um, and I honestly don't even remember the character's name, like her actual character, but it's like the youngest daughter, the twin daughter with the glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah, she um, I guess the episode was like her not knowing what to do with her hair or something like that. And they referenced that photo. The character's name is Diane, and they didn't just reference internal battle. It appeared as a TV version of the painting. Half of Diane's hair was an afro and the other was bone straight. And she posted it. She posted a side by side of her um in that episode with my painting and then like tagged me in it or something and I was like oh wow and then it was like the whole like life imitates art art imitates life type thing and I thought that was really cool but it was no like there was nothing like me pitching it or like I didn't even know that they were doing that until after she posted it on my and like tagged me in it on her page. Katora has never met anyone from the Blackish cast, but she and the actress who imitated her art follow each other on social media. Check out Katora's internal battle on the Hair How I Grew It Instagram page at Keep It Nat. That's K E E P I T N A T. You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. Today, I'm talking to artist-entrepreneur, Katura Bobo. Learn more about her work that includes paintings, clothing, and accessories on her websites, katurariel.com, that's K-E-T-U-R-A, 
H-A-R-I-E-L.com and Ariobrands.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-B-R-A-N-D-S.com. Also, look for the release of I Believe I Can by Grace Byers on March 3rd, 2020. The book is a follow-up to I Am Enough, illustrated by Katora, and features girls and boys this time. You can pre-order now on HarperCollins, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and IndieBound. Much of Katora's art is an extension of the ups and downs she's experienced with her natural hair. I would say it's thick, it's textured, it's kinky, it's fluffy. Um, <laughs> it could, I mean, and depending on how the weather and the humidity, it could be like a number of things as well. It could be very, um, it could be a mess, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a beautiful mess, a beautiful yeah, mess. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because it could also, it treats me well most of the time. Majority of the time it does what I tell it to. So I'm happy about that. I've never been to a salon since I've been natural. And that's very different from how I was when I was younger because my mom literally took me to a salon. Like, well, I guess, cause I've, she, I guess I had a relaxer when I was maybe like 13. And then like from then on, I went to the salon like once a month to get the relaxer. Before that, her mom relied on old school styling. My first memories of like my hair is getting it pressed out and, you know, at the stove with the hot comb like that. Those are my first memories. Like, I don't I don't know if she did anything different (laughs) prior to that, like prior to those memories. Maybe she did. Like, I guess when I see pictures, my hair always did look like it was pressed out. And then she would put it in like um, buns or braids like she loved to put my hair in braids. And I, I loved braids, too, and like braids and beads and stuff like that. So when you say like braids, you mean like cornrows or? Yeah, like cornrows okay. or like she would do styles. Like my mom was really good at braiding back then. So she would do like styles and it'd be like cute little styles. Like I was, I would always get compliments on my hair when I was younger. Um, and I always had beads. And like whenever I would go to like work with her and stuff, people would be like, oh, wow, what do you do with all her hair? Like they, that would always be a comment I would get <laughs> when I would be out with my mom places around like her co-works and friends and stuff like that. Were you tender-headed? Did she burn you on the ears yeah, sometimes? Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I liked the results. I'll say that. Because so, I always thought I was so cute after I got my hair done. But she always feared her newly pressed hair being ruined. I'm a middle child with two brothers. So I would have these reoccurring nightmares. Like one of my brothers like poured water on my hair while I was sleeping. It never happened, but I just always felt like they would do something like that. Katura's hot combing days brought back memories for me. My mom, you know, she nicked me on the ear and I'm sitting there sweating bullets like God, mom, please, please, please. <laughs> you just suck it up. And I don't even know if my mom ever apologized. And she's not a horrible person. God forgive me, please. She's not horrible. It was just one of those, don't move until I'm done. Was your mom like that too? Or was she like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. 
she would be she would say sorry she would say sorry and I feel like I I knew that we had to get it done so I would just try to like maintain like being quiet and like just focus on it being over you know what I mean so I wouldn't like yell out or anything (laughs) (laughs) but but the other thing the other part that that I do remember is um when she would put my hair in the braids it would be a braid out essentially because she would leave it out like that for a while and sometimes that was really cute and other times I didn't like it but depending on I guess how how puffy it was but she would wear she would leave my hair like that probably for like a week or so after she took the braids out just having like a braid out hair so it'd like be you know this big like frizzy kind of braid out I guess I would have when I was younger sometimes too so kind of a precursor of what yeah you know right You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. Back to Keturah Bobo after a short break. Keturah's hot combing days ended when her mom had had enough. I think it just got to be too much for her. I mean, even though I'm her only girl, but my mom worked full time and she was always busy. Um, and I think she just figured this would be an easier solution instead of having to like slave over my hair every, you know, once a week or however often we were doing it. So um, she took me to get a relaxer and... Um, yeah, I just had my hair was just like that for a while. But I feel like it started as I was getting older and like the more relaxers I was getting, it started to like get thinner and it just started to be kind of a hot mess. I think probably by the time I was like in maybe like middle school or high school and then it started getting a bit healthier. But I think that's all dependent on your your the salon and your stylist as well, because I feel like different people that I went to, my hair was like changing according to who was doing it. After finally settling on a stylist she trusted, Couture's hair was healthier. Then everything changed when she left her hometown and enrolled in the Columbus College of Art and Design. But because I had moved out of Toledo and I was now in Columbus, I didn't have anybody to go to, so it started to look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't have anybody to go to, meaning were you doing your own relaxers yourself yeah. in school? Yeah. I, well, no, no, I wasn't doing my own relaxers. It would just be grown out and then it would look crazy because it's like not, I'm not getting the the new relaxer to get the new growth together. I think it was my sophomore year. I asked one of my friends um, where she was getting her hair done and she told me about the salon and I went there and I, I found um, a, a, a stylist and she was actually really good. Now, Couture's hair looked great. She didn't like all the time she had to spend in the salon to keep it that way, but she dealt with it for the sake of her mane. Overall, no bad perm experiences as an adult. She does, however, have one painful childhood memory. When I was a kid, I think one of the ladies who did my hair earlier on, like she did burn my hair and that was a terrible experience because I feel like that led to like my hair getting like thinner. Happy with her relaxed hair and stylist in Columbus, Katora didn't think about going natural until a series of events that started in college. 
it was like a few people in my life that really inspired um, the whole tran wanting to transition um, stage. And it's just like not knowing what my natural hair texture looked like, I think was like the biggest curiosity of it all. And I think that's so interesting that you can like go through life and become an adult and still not know what you look like, like naturally, like, but that was a part of it. And then the other part of it was just, like I said, people in my life. So there was a girl who came to my school, um, CCAD, I think she was like a, she was like an incoming freshman, but she had natural hair and her hair was beautiful. Like she, and I feel like she inspired everybody almost at my school, probably like as far as like the black girls anyway, because, you know, we all still had relaxers or were straightening our hair or whatever. And then she came in and she had like this beautiful natural hair and we we're like, oh, your hair actually looks very nice. Like, <laughs> I wonder what my hair looks like. I wonder if my hair could look like yours, you know? Um, and then there was a lady who uh, hired me as an intern at the museum, the Columbus Museum of Art. And she had this gorgeous natural hair. Um, she was like from California. So, you know, the culture is probably a little bit different out there. And her hair was really long and just like healthy and full. And she would like wear it in different like natural hair style. So it wasn't like it was just down all the time. She would wear it like up and, and she was working in a museum. So a very professional setting and um, I was just like really impressed by like what she was able to do with her hair and I really liked it. So that kind of just inspired me. Like I just want to know what my hair looks like and want to um, be able to do it for myself. But before she could, she had to get rid of the chemicals. How did you um, actually transition? Did one day, did you just stop going to the salon and you just let it grow out and just trim it yourself as, you know, the new growth came in, you just trimmed out. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good question because my mom, um, she has always worn like the short, like Anita Baker type style hair, haircuts, you know, <laughs> and I always saw her, her hair fit her face. I always looked really nice on her, but I feel like the differences in our features, like my, I could never wear short hair because I feel like I have like a rounder face, I have like chubbier cheeks. So I just feel like like my, my head needs longer hair. So I didn't want to just do a big chop. Um, so I was kind of like against doing a big, a big chop. So I wanted to transition slowly. So initially I would just wear, um, like I would put my hair in Bantu knots. So the texture was a little bit more similar as far as like the, nat the new growth and the relaxed ends. Um, so I did that. I transitioned probably for a whole year, to be honest. Um, and I would find just different ways to wear it in like more of a curlier style. So the hair matched <laughs> a little bit better instead of trying to have, you know, straight root, I mean, straight ends and then like kinkier roots. So when you say curlier styles, what do you, what do you mean? What, what well, like, like I said, like I would, I would put it in Bantu knots. Um, so essentially, you know, after I would wash my hair, um, I'm trying to think what I even blow dry. It. Yeah, I guess I would blow dry it and then I would, you know, put some mousse or something in it and then like wrap it in like a Bantu knot and then take the Bantu knot out and then it would be like that spirally texture. It hit the fact that the hairs were <laughs> the hair was two different textures. No, very <laughs> clever. Very clever. Very clever. So kind of sort of twist out. So you know, so yeah. you don't really know. Yeah, that's very clever. I, I told you. Yeah, and that's the thing. At that time, I didn't even, I was, I got hit somewhat to YouTube, but I wasn't, I didn't know what a twist out was, I think, at that time. I didn't know what a braid out was at that time. Like, I, I just did what I thought made sense. And, um, and I, and see, I don't even know how I found out about Bantu knots, but that's what <laughs> made, that's what made sense to me <laughs> to do. So that's what I did for a long time, like for a year. And then I slowly started to like cut the ends of my hair, like, 
when I seen like the the, the new growth growing out, I'm like, okay, it's a certain length now, so I'll cut more. I'll cut an inch or two or three inches off um, of the relaxed end. So by time I um, big chopped, even though I didn't big chop, I guess I little chopped or something. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, my hair was at a decent length, like within that year, like my hair was probably at the end, you know, like at my neck. In her mid-20s and completely natural, Katura loved her hair, but a few family members, not so much. This was probably during the time where I was transitioning. And I, there because like at the end of my transition, I had basically cut most of the um the relaxed ends off and I would just like wear my my hair in like a bun and it would just like you wouldn't see what was going on in my hair <laughs> so even if I had like a formal event to go to it would look like that and I remember like one of my younger relatives was like why are you wearing your hair like that it looks so much better when it was down and long and stuff like that I'm just like oh my gosh really <laughs> like that would be my response like really like anyway like but if he it was like a younger relative I would just like kind of like rub it off like ignore it whatever like, what are you talking about? But um, I think another uh, older relative, I said my hair was like nappy or something. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> well, interesting. It hurt interesting or interesting. Like, you know, you can think that way, but this is what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. That's how I, that's how, because I just, because I felt like older, like old school people, like they are very stuck in what they think is right. And her immediate family. I mean, my mom, she... I, she's not the type to say anything negative uh, to like to her kids or anything. I like break break you down in any way. So I think like she probably didn't understand what was happening <laughs> for a long time. Or I think you know I may have told her, but she just didn't know what was going on. And then um, once you know it's it grew out and it looked nice and everything, she she wanted to go natural herself. I mean, because when she was in high school. She had, she was, you know, in the 70s in high school. So she had like the big 70s Afro that everybody had back then. And her hair was beautiful. And um, she went, you know, she relaxed. And then she had like the short Anita Baker hairstyle for a long time. And um, and then she decided to go natural. Um, I think 2013 is when she went natural. And I was encouraging her the entire time. Like, just do it. Your hair will look nice. Like, it'll be cute on you, you know, et cetera. And I did that with all the women in my family because I think you're always initially scared of, like, how I don't know what to do. I don't know how to take care of my hair. And it's just like, well, you, there's YouTube, there's tutorials, there's a bunch of information out there now that we didn't have access to before that'll help you. Because I, I feel like I inspired the rest of the women in my family to grow their hair natural. And now everybody wants to be natural. Growing up in Detroit in the 70s, her dad was a big fan of natural hair. He can be very eccentric and he's like very into like natural everything. So like the way he eat, like he he stopped eating meat like when I was a kid, like he's like vegetarian, vegan, stuff like that. So he's all about being natural, as natural as you can be and cutting out. And he was actually upset about my mom putting a relaxer in my hair initially because he never wanted my that my hair to look like that or to be um, having to get like chemicals in it and stuff like that. How do you typically wear your hair now? Um, it really depends because I feel like right now I've been wanting to just do different things with it. Um, last year was really, really busy for me. Like I literally had no time to do anything. And um, I feel like I, my hair stayed in a bun 
last year. <laughs> but now, because I have a little bit more time, like I've been trying to experiment with it and do different things with it. So, but mainly um, I do twist outs now. Sometimes Katura blows out her hair just to see how long it is. She ended our interview with a poignant story. I feel like this is a struggle that is very unique to Black women. And I think people don't realize that too. Um, and because I'll, I'll just tell this side story real quick, but I had like an event last week where I was at this like book fair type situation. And so I had a table where I was signing books, um, signing the children's books that I've illustrated. And there was um, a Caucasian lady that came up and she was telling me that she has an adopted daughter, a, a black ch- little black girl. And she showed me a picture of her and the girl's adorable. She looks like the cover. She looks like the character on the cover of my, on my book, I Am Enough. And oh, okay, she, can we stop? Pause. <laughs> Love that cover. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Beautiful cover. Everyone go Thank buy you. her book, I Am Enough. Okay, you can continue, continue. Yeah, so the little girl resembles the character, but she's young. She's probably like two years old or so. And she was, and the woman, the lady was telling me that she doesn't know how to do her hair. She doesn't know anything about her hair. She didn't have a clue that black hair is like its own and and dealing with like a black girl's hair is like its own struggle. And it's like a story in itself. It's like, this is like the story of your life is like part of that story is your hair, you know? And I had to tell her that I'm like, and I told her that exactly that exact thing. Like, this is some, this is her story. Like her hair is going to be a part of her life, like for the rest of her life. And I just told her, like, go check out YouTube. She's like, yeah, I'm a, I, I look at YouTube stories. I'm like, okay, good. Then you're, you're, you know, you're off to a good start. But I just think that, like, people are so unaware of the fact that, like, a Black woman's hair is, like, a, a daily thing that we have to deal with, like, and it's for our lives. there's so many more options when your hair is natural. And I think that you just shouldn't give up on yourself because it's who you are. (laughs) You should never give up on who you are, you know, as a person. So I just feel like it's just a better alternative to the, the creamy crack. In case you're wondering, creamy crack is sister girl lingo for chemical relaxer. Here's Katora's hair care routine. Every two weeks, she washes her hair with just a conditioner. She doesn't use shampoo because it tends to dry out her hair. Katura also applies a deep conditioner and occasionally apple cider vinegar and rinses both out. After washing, Katora twists her hair immediately with leave-in conditioner and oil. She uses castor oil in the winter and avocado oil in the summer. Katura untwists her hair after a day or two and sometimes adds a little light oil like jojoba. At night, she often sleeps in a scarf or wears her hair in an upside-down ponytail known as a pineapple to bed. A final note, Katura says she looks forward to sporting locks in the future when her hair turns gray. Thank you for listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Follow Hair, How I Grew It on Instagram at Keep It Nat. Tweet me at Hair, How I Grew It and tell me what you think of the show. Also, if you're a sister who wants to tell your natural hair story, tweet me. And who knows, I could be asking you how you grew it. Until next time, 
keep it natural.